From Columbia, South Carolina, I'm Ward Jollis. And I'm Erin Slowey. This is Head Start from Garnet Media Group. Coming up on today's episode, Black Lives Matter protests have erupted across the world over the last week following the death of George Floyd. Columbia has seen thousands of protesters at the State House, Governor's Mansion, and Police Station. Students have taken to social media to express their thoughts on the protests. USC student Xavier Pegues shares his thoughts on the recent announcements the university administration has made regarding diversity training on campus and recent racist remarks the student made on Snapchat. Also, you can't forget we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. Later in the show, we'll talk to Will Holleram, a student who's made light of the situation and started his own business with COVID-19-themed merchandise. All that and more on this week's episode of Head Start. It's been a while. Oh, hi, Jenny. How are you guys doing? You know, staying home, staying safe. Staying apart can be hard, but we can still reach out. Columbia has many unmet needs, and Mutual Aid Midlands is stepping in. From delivering groceries to internet access to books for kids, they're people like us, pooling resources and finding solutions. If you want to help your neighbors and donate your time or special skill, join them. Find Mutual Aid Midlands on Facebook or call their hotline. We all know a good party gets the heart pumping, a chance to see your friends again, have a good time. But what happens when your good time puts someone else at risk? Healthcare workers risk their own lives to save ours. Since April 9th, more than 9,000 have tested positive for COVID-19 across America. The choice is yours, Gamecocks. Will it be another Monday night out or a movie night in? Stay in and help stop the worst from happening. Hashtag I pledge Columbia. You're listening to Head Start from Garnet Media Group. I'm Ward Jollis. And I'm Erin Slowey. Over the past week, students have taken to social media to share their reactions to USC's decisions regarding diversity and discrimination on campus. On May 30th, USC student Ethan Jackson posted racist remarks on a Snapchat story that circulated on social media, invoking the reactions from both USC and other college students. On May 31st, President Bob Kaslan announced that incoming freshmen will be required to take a diversity module. He also denounced racism and referred to the Carolina Creed. On June 1st, USC said that that student that made the racist remarks is no longer enrolled on campus. Xavier Pegues, a second-year sport and entertainment management student, has joined me to talk about his reactions to these university's decisions. Yeah, well, anyways, how are you doing right now? I am well. I am well throughout all of this going on. I'm trying to keep myself sane, just mm-hmm. trying to find my peace a little bit. Easy, to say the least, but... Um, well, the first question that I have for you is, over the weekend, a screenshot circulated of a student's story that had racist remarks on it. What was your initial reaction to that? Um, my, um, my starting reaction to that, I wasn't... I felt attacked, but at the same rate, I did not feel attacked because it wasn't in person. It wasn't in, like, my face or Black USC's face. But if you were, in my opinion, that was just uncalled for. And social media 2020 is evolving and it's exposing racists all over the country, all over all over social media. And, like, yeah, he's a junior. Like, you acting like that for something that... We, us African-Americans, have been fighting for for years. 
and and it was just that trigger point, that pressure point that really set it off, then what is the point? That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then President Bob Kaslin sent out an email on Sunday saying that incoming freshmen will have to do diversity modules. Do you think that will help the Carolina community? I agree. But here's the part I agree about 95% agree with that, but the other five I disagree. It can't just be incoming freshmen, it has to be. I think it's supposed to be like rising sophomores, rising juniors, rising seniors because what they major and what they go out to graduate school is going to be they're going to be working with different ethnicities, different groups, different people from different stories, etc. Do you think USC should be doing something else instead or in addition to that? Uh, yes. I don't know what they should do specifically coming from my standpoint, but they should definitely add something um, coming from for minority groups, especially for the black community, because we only make, like, make up 10, 11 percent of the school, and it's just doesn't, and we see racism, face it, face it about every day, what is behind our backs, so like to our face. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then on Monday, USC announced that the student is no longer enrolled. What is your initial reaction to that? Like, he should have been kicked out. I mean, because, like, back in January of this year, um, same react, same situation happened and she posted with two of her friends trying to make them accessories on posting a picture of saying whatever and say and it got leaked over the internet between USC and it was on a private story so she thought it was safe and she really she really wasn't so she kind of made herself look bad and with the guy who with the same thing, like, you should, social media is at a point where you got to think about what you post, because when you post something, you don't know how many people it's going to trigger in a bad, in a bad way or in a good way. And like, like I said, it was just uncalled for, but he deserved every right to get kicked out of the University of South Carolina because that is not tolerated because you're going to be around African-Americans, Asians, all types of other minorities in the campus. It's such a big campus with full of 30, over 30,000 people. And you're going to be working with them. And if you are a pre-med major, how are you, how are you like, how are you going to be working with other ethnic groups? Um, we are in, and as African-Americans, we like, this struggle in like every group, whether it's just like the justice system, the medical system, et cetera, and so forth. Like you, like we just don't condone it. And Kathleen and everybody else who are involved in that had a right to kick him out. So he deserved it. Yeah. So then what do you think the Carolina community can do better for mini minority groups coming back in the fall? Just be better. Like just, Think about what you can do, like, to help. Um, like, we just we just have to really speak up on other minority groups. Like, you can't really, like, I thought about this 
during this whole situation, like what happened to the quote, don't judge judge a book by its cover. Don't see, if you see a black person on campus at a predominantly white institution, don't think they don't belong there or don't automatically think like, oh, they go to Benedict down the street, they're just here for the weekend or whatever. Don't think that, like, you just approaching them in a friendly way, like, we are not bad people. We are not, like, aggressive or anything. We will, just don't say anything bad to us in our faces, and then that'll kind of, and it won't really trigger like that. Mm -hmm. So we just, have, so as a Carolina community, we just have to collaborate more in every group. So what do you think that collaboration looks like in student organizations? How can student orgs, like, better diversify? Um, come from um, a black standpoint, just have to apply for positions, especially, like, at predominantly white institutions. They will hear a, a minority speak up on other issues, and instead of, like, making it all surrounded. So we just have so every opportunity that each minority gets in each minority group or each racial group, they should just apply, be make themselves heard, and just be a change for the Carolina community. Yeah, that's all that I have, but thank you again for taking the time to talk with me. Awesome. No problem, no problem. Yeah, well I hope you have a great weekend. All right, thank you. You do the same. Stay home. Are you crazy? Stay home. Do your part and stay home. Staying home doesn't always save lives. Did you know South Carolina ranks fifth in the nation for women killed by men they know? With stay-at-home orders in effect, you may feel trapped, isolated, or less safe than ever before. We know domestic violence doesn't stop, even in the midst of a pandemic. Learn how to get help for you or someone you love at sistercare.org. Are you having fun? You may think you'll be fine. Think COVID-19 won't bring you down. But what about me? According to the CDC, people like me with respiratory issues are at a higher risk of getting really sick. So don't be a... We need people like you to help. Follow the creed and don't harm your fellow Gamecocks. Wear a mask. Slow the spread. Hashtag I pledge Columbia. With all of the protests and demonstrations that have rocked the nation over the past two weeks, you also can't forget about the second virus that's gripping the country. As of this weekend, over 13,000 people in South Carolina have been infected with COVID-19, and over 500 people have died. Despite case numbers steadily rising in South Carolina, USC President Bob Caslin says students will be returning to face-to-face -face instruction in the fall. Until then, however, students are stuck at home taking online classes through the university. And one of these students has come up with an interesting way to spend his time in quarantine. Senior Will Hollerung has started a business selling COVID-19-themed merchandise called COVID University, and he's donating all of the proceeds to coronavirus relief. So Will Hollerung joins us today. Will, how are you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Thanks for having me on the show. 
Yes, thanks so much for great. So, Will, you've spent your time in quarantine a bit different than how most people have. You've started this business that sells coronavirus-themed merchandise. Tell me about how this business got started. Yeah, uh, I'd love to. So, like many other students, um, I was I was bummed with how our semester kind of came to an end, and I found myself, of course, again, like many other students, completing my classes online. So that left me with a lot of time just kind of sitting in my room and sitting in my apartment, and I didn't want that time to be wasted. So I wanted to be able to find a way to have what I would call like an active rest and be able to continue to hone my skills outside of the new digital classroom. So I started just messing around. What I, what I usually do, I've worked as a marketing director for several local companies um, and I've worked in advertising before and so I've always been interested in logo and graphic design. So I wanted to put those skills to good use. What I ended up doing is I, I wanted to try and make light and, and find the positive of our current situation. So I ended up, um, since uh, students from all different universities aren't really attending their original university they were accepted to, we're all doing things online, we are all kind of students of a new school. And I thought creating a fake university, COVID university, would be um, a neat way for people to reflect back on this time down the road with a smile on their face instead of it being just a, a total washout and a disappointment. So I set up a couple of designs. I posted them on Instagram for feedback to see what people thought of them, any adjustments people wanted to be made. I then looked at different websites that could carry my design and either manufacture pieces or buy in bulk. And then I settled on Redbubble and I posted my designs there. And so over the course of several weeks, I updated those designs and added uh, different variations of it for people to purchase. Yeah. So, Will, you said that um, you said COVID University, it's all we're all at the same university. Can you tell me a little bit about what exactly COVID University means? I think what it means is um, that's a great question. I think I wanted it to uh, stand it as, as a symbol of community for a lot of college students. Uh, I think we felt apart from each other and from the cultures that we built at, in person at our universities. And I think uh, there's a, a certain pride that goes with the universities that you attend. And I wanted people to continue to have that pride while working on their own and working at home and still feel a connection to other people, even though we may be physically and socially distancing from other people. And I, I wanted there to be some, some form of a connection. Yeah, so, you know, the listeners can't see, but right now we're FaceTiming right now. I can see you're wearing a COVID University yes, t-shirt. Yes, it's very yes. it's very stylish. Thank you, yeah. Got the, got the little uh, COVID, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a cell, I guess would be the right word that I designed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what are, some other, what are some other things that people can purchase um, from COVID University besides, you know, t-shirts? So we've got... Currently on my Redbubble shop, um, you can just look up my name, Will Hollerung. 
uh, basically what we've got on there is we we can sell um, socks with just the coronavirus little virus logo that I made. Um, COVID U t-shirts that just say, uh, well, it says COVID University and it has a little logo below it. I also created a short little um, tagline for quarantine class of 2020 and have sold that as a sticker before and on t-shirts and mugs and uh, a degree of items. And then once Redbubble ended up actually selling uh, PPE and different masks, you can uh, actually purchase the designs on masks. So you'll be protecting yourself from other people getting coronavirus and um, supporting a good cause since not only does this business um, help bring people together, I believe, and help create community in a pretty rough time, but 75% of all the proceeds are being donated to direct relief currently. Ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What what kind of relief funds are you donating to? So it's a specific nonprofit called Direct Relief, and right now they have a coronavirus fund set up. So what Direct Relief has uh, done in the past and what they are set up to do is to provide doctors and nurses and other medical professionals with equipment in situations that they may not have it. Um, so all 75% of the funds go to helping manufacture, deliver, and provide these medical professionals with their own PPE and any other equipment they need to help save lives. Yeah, so how, how, long have you been, how long have you been carrying on this business and what are your sales like right now? I started, oh gosh, right after spring break, so middle of March, um, which means I've been doing it for almost, uh, two and about two and a half months now, and sales have been sales have been pretty decent. They were definitely a lot better at the beginning than I was expecting. It slowed down a little bit since I haven't updated my designs recently, but in the coming week or so, I will be putting some more on there. But I did have a series of sales um, from all across the country and all across the world. Actually, we had a couple in Germany, from what I remember. England, Austria, and then you know plenty of people in South Carolina that I know made purchases, which was great. Uh, some in Maryland, New York, Illinois, California, North Carolina, Florida. It was all over the place, which was really, really, really cool. And then um, hearing from people that I didn't even know, whether it spread from word of mouth or people just seeing my shop on Redbubble, knowing that people who I had never met and talked to and explained the purpose to got what I was going for, I think was probably the coolest part of all of this. Wow. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And it's really great that you've been able to connect all these people from around the world and, you know, in a similar experience. So yeah, that, that's Will Hollerung. He is founder of COVID University. You can find his stuff on Redbubble. Will, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. The Redbubble shop is W-I-L-L-H-O-L-L-E-R-U-N-G. All right. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Head Start. Tune in every other Monday at 8 a.m. to get a head start on the week's latest news. Head Start is a part of the Garnet Media Group podcast network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find other Garnet Media Group podcasts and student work on garnetmedia.org. 
From Columbia, South Carolina, I'm Moore Jollis. And I'm Erin Slowing. Have a great week.